Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. Did you know the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all of the social media outlets? Give us a like, follow, share, subscribe, or even a review if you're feeling generous. Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. It is a Monday. You know what that means. It's a very special episode today. It's your boy here, Big Tasty. I am joined by a very special guest, uh, a all-around top Discord community member and wrestling fanatic, Faye. Faye, how's it going? I am good. Thank you so much for having me. Really no, excited to be here. So we brought Faye in as a special appearance, uh, first of possibly many, who knows. Um, Faye is going to walk us through this weekend's TNT shows. So TNT Extreme Wrestling, for those who don't know, is our home promotion. We're based in Liverpool. Meet myself, Jay, Faye, and various other people on the Discord. Yeah. Uh, we, we go to a lot of TNT shows. We go, they do two a month. They do them both on the same weekend. So we went to TNT Extreme on Thursday, which is their sort of like flagship blood and guts swears yeah. all the nasty adult stuff that we love all the sharp bits all the all the sharp scary bits <laughs> and then on the sunday afternoon where they do a um wholesome a, a more, slightly more wholesome <laughs> family <laughs> family oriented show uh, no blood. which uh, you actually take your little boy to as well don't you yes i take him every month i've been going since last june it's great i absolutely love it and matthew adores it yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's really good fun, isn't it? Because like, it's yeah. a lot, we'll, we'll talk about it, we'll get into it a bit more when we when we get into the shows, but, like, from what I've, I mean, I've, I've only been coming to Ignition, I've been to, like, three Ignition shows, I think, and, like, it seems a lot more storyline-focused than the extreme stuff, which is a bit you, more sort of one-and-done big matches. You definitely get way invested. You really do, like, you're like, oh, this person's here again, this is exciting, I wonder what's going to happen. Yeah, I, so, I mean, yeah. I just want Sandy Beach to come back so he can finally win. Battle Royal, he never oh, lost. He, he, he just gets injured all the time, but top, <laughs> top lad. We love him. Uh, right then, so we'll jump straight in with, so we'll do the ignition show first for numerous reasons. Yeah. One, we'll build towards the sort of the crescendo of, of the extreme show. And also, um, we don't have a card for that written down. So I like to do it while it's fresh in the memory, because we only yeah. went there yesterday. Uh, so... Uh, we'll talk very briefly about, so the good thing about, again, right, before we get into this, again, I'll mention uh, we are not being paid for this review uh, or any of this content. We did receive slightly discounted tickets, which I got through my association with Top Red Brewing and our, our professional relationship with TNT Extreme Wrestling. Uh, but that is not colouring the review in any way, shape or form. These are our honest opinions. If something's yes. good, we're going to tell you it's good. If something's bad, we're going to tell you it's bad. Uh, so starting off, uh, I the match I actually missed most of, which was so they do a they do like to, if anyone's interested in going to, to a TNT show, they do two tiers of tickets. They do a general admission, and they do what they call extreme VIP. So what extreme VIP gets you is you get entrance to the show, you get a photograph with various talent. Uh, for that, I believe for this one it was Karen Solis. Yeah, Matthew um, Channel and his inner Kenny Omega. For his picture, it was great. Awesome. So and you also get a an exclusive match. They call it the, the VIP match. Uh, so this one, I believe, was... Lucy Sky and Lance Riviera. Lance Riviera, Lance Riviera who was very um, <laughs> very insistent that 
topper brew beer for him when he came yeah. to the brewery on Friday. Yeah. Lovely lad. Seemed really nice. Um, Lucy Sky. Top, top heel. Top heel. <laughs> uh, Lucy Sky, again, excellent. Like, really good up-and-comer. Um, big power I game. I felt really conflicted, I'm not going to lie, because of, <laughs> because of Thursday. I was like, who do I like? Because obviously she was challenging Lizzie. Yeah, oh god, yeah. Um, so I saw one spot on um, on the social medias where I saw Lucy superplexed him, which was pretty damn awesome. Yes, yeah. Lance, Lance took a lot of bumps to be fair, but he was just doing those bits where he's like lounging on the ropes, and it was great. Like he's kind of got that like evil Orange Cassidy energy, hasn't he? He does feel like an evil counterpart to Orange Cassidy. It absolutely does feel like that. Except he loves himself way more because he's you know Playboy. Yeah. He is the Playboy <laughs> Prince by his own admission. Yes. Um, so talk us through the finish and sort of how that all went down. Um, I do believe it was he um, cheated. So it was just top heel tactics that got him that win again. Was it like a leverage roll-up sort of thingy? Or? Yeah. Um, it was the same as what it was the month before when he was in a tag match. He won that by, um, by cheating because he does that a lot because he is just that top awful awful heel yeah that everybody loves that's that's fair um, play to be fair but yeah um it really got it really got the crowd warmed up yeah it's and it's just weird like so obviously so ignition is sort of like the the sort of developmental almost like brand of tnt like you, you feel like you get like guys who are like maybe on the way up on the cusp uh, You're seeing of, Cam a lot more now, aren't you? In well, Cam's Cam starting to bleed. Like he's he's their next sort of crossover guy, isn't he? He's coming. Like Sonna Durson's done a bit as well. Yeah. Uh, Cam's that next guy who's sort of you know bridging between. I think Shreddy before too long. You might see him sort of bridge across wait. as well. Um, but it's considering it's not like the big names. Like there's no like huge like US imports like you, you sometimes get on on the extreme shows. The crowd are really hot for it, like, yeah, like, yeah, because like it's it's a lot of dad and lads just going nuts, yeah, <laughs> and, and mums as well. You know, it's 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 already, yeah, mums are crazy. Mums are crazy. And don't but... forget the um, the Chase Alexander fan club. Oh yeah, I mean, so yeah, there were, there were, we'll talk about that more in, in the Chase Alexander match. But goddamn, there were some there were some hardcore Chase fans there, which is you love to see it. Yeah. Uh, right then, so we'll move into the main show. Do you do you remember the first match? Um. It was, I believe, it was the women's match. The oh, was it? Contender, I was think. That, no, yeah. that was second half, wasn't it? Gia and... Um, was it the tag match first? Like Mancunion? Yes, the Mancunion. Yeah, it was. And they... JJ Webb. I can't remember the other guy's name. JJ Webb yeah. and, and that other guy. Um, and the other Mank. They came out like they came out like massive heat. Obviously, they're from Manchester. They're, they're giving it like the the sort of um, Oasis walk, aren't they, and everything. Like really play into the stereotypes, which which is lovely. Um, yeah. they, were up, they were up against a team of Roughneck, who um, basically looks like Eddie Kingston if he'd like just done a stint on the door in Largo. Yeah, yeah, he really does. He uh, came back to a massive pop last month. Yeah, um, he was like a really, he, he was like retired, was he? And then he, yeah, he, sort, of, yeah. he sort of came back to wrestling, which is, which is cool to see. And Mr. He, TNT. Mr. TNT. And he was teaming with Cameron Solis. Top babyface. Top babyface. I mean, the TNT Ignition champion, arguably yeah. the most overman in the <laughs> In Liverpool. Oh my God, like the... the <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to be like, but like the thirst for Cameron Solis when he comes out it, is is. It's I mean, unreal, from, isn't from, it? from from all genders is just yeah. insane. He it's is like, just... oh, remember all those times that you used to go to Crazy House? 
Cam Solas is like the embodiment like, of like. Imagine anyone you were too intimidated to talk to in the crazy house, like that's Cam Solas. Pretty yeah, much. that is literally it. <laughs> it's just kind of weird. So they came out with chairs, but it wasn't like a it wasn't like a hardcore match. So they, they just sort of had to put the chairs away. Uh, Basically, Cam- this is Cam- following on from Extreme, the previous Extreme where JJ Webb messed up his match within Big Guns Joe. He he had that chair then. Yes, so yeah, he, he came in and interfered in the in the DOA tournament, didn't he? Yeah, the and match. then he's carried that chair around since. Right, so you, that you, chair you, with his name on. Just just to just to show the point, like you, you actually do get like character development and sort of storyline mm-hmm. progression, and like they really do go big on this. Uh, the match was super fun. Uh, I just remember oh, what the first match. Yeah. I just remember what the actual first match was. We'll talk about it. It was Isaac North. It was Isaac North. Um, yeah. <laughs> you start talking. I was about to talk about people getting the piss beat out of them. And yeah, th- <laughs> there we go. Um, so we'll talk about that in a second. But we'll do this mm-hmm. match up. This this might be a little out of order because you know I had pints after the show and yeah, um, <laughs> a bit haywire. It's fine. We'll we'll review them and that's the point. Oh, will cool. be all the right matches, but not necessarily in the right order. Uh, yeah, so the match was really fine. fun. Like Roughneck had that like real. Like, like I said, that, that Eddie King's like brawly, yeah, sort of just, like, just throwing people around, and he just... was. Like, it it looked like um, it looked like someone's dad had joined in on Sports Day. Yeah, and Cam was like super excited. Like that's Cam in my head. That's Cam's wrestle dad. <laughs> yeah, I mean Cam Cam's. There's not enough to be said about Cam. Uh, this is obviously this is the first match I think I've ever seen him have where he's not on a moonsault off the bar. Yeah, it felt weird, didn't it? Like. That was missing. He kept but we it got bar the, action later on. He kept it all in the ring for this for the, for now. Um, yeah. it was it was a super fun match. Um, there was some interference from a third member of Monk Union, uh, yes. Danny Danny Proper, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he sort of interfered, and they got the win with a curb stomp, like a, it was like a double team curb stomp. On oh, that head. was so nasty. That was so like one of them had him in like a full Nelson, and the other guy yeah. just like stomped him into the floor. And like this is a family show. There's like seven year old kids three in the audience. Times? <laughs> they did it for they did well. They did it for the win, and they did it three more times after the match um, until Cam got into try and make the save. Yeah, and, that was yeah. That oh, was and a then, lot. And then they stole Cam's belt as well, and, and did a run. I, really, so. I wonder if he's going to have that next week, or are they just going to? They're just going to keep that. Well, you know That'd how you know when when someone steals the belt, you know how how you you get it back. You take the belt and you hang it over the ring and you make the yes. champion go. That's, that's how you set up a ladder match, isn't it? So yeah, that'd be good. I mean, are we allowed to put Cam Solis in a ladder match when kids are watching? Because I mean, we could do it on Extreme. Do you want could to do it, carry could it over do it. there? I mean, they have done uh, ignition titles. Like the first time I saw Son of Durson, he defended his ignition title on Extreme. Oh really? Yeah. So who knows? Maybe maybe we'll see Liverpool's yeah. favourite gothy boy flipping do some flippy. Maybe we can put a ladder on the bar. Oh god. I mean he <laughs> would do that, wouldn't he? Um, <laughs> yeah, right. So we'll I'd move like on that. then. Um so the fir- the actual first match yes. was and it went off with someone I didn't even know was on the card until he popped up the curtain. Was it was a great surprise, wasn't it? Spooky Daddy Isaac North. Oh, he's so brilliant. Versus Liverpool's like, House of Black representative. <laughs> yeah, like imagine if like House of Black, but was like from Lancashire. Yeah. Uh, versus MVK, who again is a top, Just, top, top lad. Yeah, the meatiest man. And this was a this was an awesome match. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't want to make to be too much of an Isaac North fanboy, but he's just on that sort of next. Like a lot of these, a lot of the guys that you watch in the show, they're they're sort of 
on the way up, up and coming. They get up and coming, and they maybe not quite figure out the character yet, or like you yeah. know, they're sort of working on the gimmick a little bit. This guy just he's he's solid. He's ready to go. He's he's yeah. got his gimmick down. He could go anywhere he wants, just yeah. anywhere, and, and he, like yeah, he's great. He just likes to hit people. Like the first like three four minutes of this match was just them literally clobbering the shit out of each other. It was brilliant. When it, it was moves, like... they were just hitting each other really hard. It was literally like the way you said it was like watching like the equivalent of like Danielson match in it was that like, way. Yeah, like, it, was, it was like discounts, Moxby Danielson. Yeah, it was great. And I couldn't believe that they went that hard on a kid's show as well. Yeah, well, when, when, we, when we say it, it is fam- it is like a family friendly show, it's it's appropriate for all ages in that it is mostly yeah. bloodless and it, they don't do swears, but they yeah. still hit each other in the face really hard with everything they have. Like it's not, it's not like Power Rangers style people just falling no. over and like going, ah, oh, no, it's like they, no, people are getting hurt. Yeah, people are getting hurt, which we'll come to in a bit. Um, but the last two out of three TNT shows I have had, they have actually had blood, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and including this one, which we're gonna, again we'll, we'll talk about in a bit. Yeah. Um, again, so we talked about the storyline development, and we saw something here that you don't tend to see on the main show. Is, is this actually ended with a DQ finish? Uh, Isaac North hit a low blow. So, so you made this it? happen because you were talking about Adam Cole, and like literally three seconds later, I manifested it. He smacked him right in the dick, <laughs> right in front of the ref. Uh, the ref called for the bell. And yeah. then North. We were talking hit. about how it's a takeover. It was like a takeover. Yeah, it's like a takeover main event. And then you yeah. know, like the Adam Cole low blow happens, and it's like, oh, yeah. shit. Uh, <laughs> now it um, is. So, this is a finish that they would never be able to do on a on an extreme show because no. it's like you can't have, like, I don't know, you fly in Penta for one match and have someone kick him in the dick five minutes in, and, you know, it's a DQ. The it's crowd, so bad. The crowd will go ballistic. They would riot. <laughs> They'd have their own death match. It'd be great. Well, yeah, because the, the way that the shows are booked, you sort of get the ability to sort of play around with things. And I, mean, I said to you, didn't I? I said, like, on the one hand, I'm a little bit upset that it ended in a DQ, which is good because that's what it's probably intending to do. But on the other yeah. hand, it means this feud isn't over. And we're, and we're probably going to get more of it. Yeah, again. we're going to get it with a weird stipulation next month or whatever, yes. or it's going to keep going. So the, the ability to sort of just build on the storylines week, month on month is. is and superb. it makes you want to come back, not because of. Well, that's oh, it. I I'm, wonder who's going to show up. I'm not it's coming like... back because it's like, oh, they've got some guy over from America I want to see. It's like, now, no, I want to see Isaac North get his shit beaten in by MVK because yeah. he hooped in the dick last week. Um, yeah, I can't wait for it, honestly. Oh, it's going to be so good. So yeah. that was, that was. I mean, so this was the first match on, on the card. And it, was <laughs> yeah. a, it was a superb way to, to sort of start everything off. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, next then, up to the match that, the match I was probably the most excited for. And then, obviously... Oh, it all—it all sort of went. Hit my heart a bit. Went a bit Pete Tong. So this was yeah. Shreddy versus HT Drake. Uh, if you're not aware, we interviewed Shreddy a couple of weeks back in preparation for this match. He was super excited about it. HT Drake was one of his trainers. He was really excited to take him on and sort of show them what they could do. These guys know each other really well. And then about 30 seconds in, HT Drake takes an overhead overhead belly to belly off Shreddy lands and lands square on his wrist. And yeah. I don't know if he broke it or not, but he really fucked it up. Oh, and Shreddy was devastated. He, looked, as well. he, he, he did a very good job of staying in character, but you could you, there was just little bits where he cracked and you could really tell he yeah. was super upset. Um, yeah. They have to they have to call the match off. They threw the X up. Um, Shreddy, to his credit, he kind of it was a little bit weird because he sort of started off like trying to be. A proper heel, and he was like, "Get him out the ring if he can't. Yeah. He's not on my level. Get him out the ring." And then he was like, "Oh shit! No, I need to kill actual time here." So then he cut a promo saying like how Hasty Drake was his trainer, and if it wasn't for Hasty Drake, there'd be no Shreddy. And then that got the, he started chanting, "Get the crowd to chant heat," because the crowd were 
weirdly behind Shreddy. I mean, not weirdly. The she's crowd just... are always behind. There's a massive following. Shreddy, Shreddy is... whether you love to hate him or he's the actual just... daddy. So yeah, I know. Uh, but I then know. He's, he's sort of got the crowd behind. Hey, Drake got the champ for him. And then props to one of the lads. Uh, I can't remember his name. He actually came to the brewery on Friday to help set the ring up. He ran in to sort of like just take a bit of a beating to sort yeah. of kill a bit of time. I think it was him. I think it was Leon Gray. Oh, right. Okay. I think that's who it was. Oh, yeah. Or in or, or the one who was in that tag team. Yes. Oh, they Leon were the two Gray. guys. They wrestled uh, the first show I went to when one of they wrestled, didn't they? One of them got when they got a spot in the Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that, that that was obviously unfortunate. That was a match I, I was super psyched for. Yeah, then, and I think listening to to him talk about that in the in the interview as well, it made me feel it more as well. Like I was super psyched for it, but it also it was like, oh, he's going to be so gutters about that. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, he really had personal stakes in it, and yeah, but it it, it did. I think considering what happened, and obviously this is really unfortunate. They did a really good job of spinning it out into made it, made the next match a big deal. Yeah. Well, should we talk about the next match? Yeah. Um. Oh no, I meant the next the next time. Oh, the next, oh yeah. So yeah. So they said they, 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 they did say they're going to do it again when um when they're both fit. Yeah, because he was like, it's one nil now. But then Shreddy also he sort of like after he beat up. We'll say it was Leon Gray for now. Um, like he was like sort of threatening Mike Angus, and so someone said, I think it was Shreddy himself said on Twitter, um, this was very similar to. Remember, the, I don't know if you've, if you've ever come across it, or if you watched it back in the day, there was an episode of Raw back in the nineties where Kane just came out like three or four times and just annihilated everyone, and it was like, it was like he took over the whole show by just being like this embodiment of rage. It was like Shreddy's show, wasn't it? Yeah, like, and it so was... Shreddy was just coming out like every now and then and just cause and mayhem because he didn't yeah. get what he wanted and it was like it was oh, shit. this makes him seem like a really huge deal he's like he, he's like the hulk like he's just that imposing figure now yeah well in fact when we got back from the break we had shreddy open challenge yes we did so shreddy came out and he wanted he said i wanted to batter someone tonight i've not had a chance yeah. to do that so bring on whoever and it was jason jackson Jimmy Jackson. Jimmy Jackson. I knew it would be having the apologies Jimmy to Jimmy Jackson. He, it was really cool because his music hit and then he just sort of come out the crowd and like climbed the top turn hall, jumped and Shreddy just caught him like he was a piece of paper. Oh, it was like when Hangman catches anyone when they try and do a rope thing. Yeah. It was like that. It was super clean and then they took it to the outside. Uh, Shreddy just backdropped him on the apron about nine times, which <laughs> sounded atrocious. Yeah. Jimmy Jackson always takes like the heaviest bumps every month. Like if you need someone to just go in and just get destroyed by someone and like really make it sell well and look great, honestly, he's so good at it. And I mean, he put up a decent fight, didn't he? Yeah. But, uh, Shreddy just took him apart. Basically. The rage was just too much. <laughs> he kept, kept giving him the jacked hammer. The jacked was watch, was I, I, I love that his move is called Jack. So if you know don't know what the jacked hammer is, it's a delayed vertical jackhammer. So like a delayed suplex, but yeah. then he drops into a jack. Oh, it looks so good. Yeah. And he carries he, he basically paraded him around the yeah, ring. Yeah, he just sort of walks around the ring <laughs> like for a bit with just a guy held up in the air. It's yeah, it was... completely vertical as well. It's it's amazing to see. Yeah. Shreddy is oh, I mean, we, we talked about it a bit earlier, but he's really I reckon he's gonna have a big year. Yeah, I, th in, in I think he's gonna do it. Like I think he did it like three times as well. Like it wasn't just once. 
Yeah, and then he did like the like sort of like the, the foot on the on the chest pin and, and everything. It was oh, yeah. it was perfect. It was, and then he called out Jay. Um, yeah, he called out Jay <laughs> after and said basically he wanted a real challenge. He wanted he titles. He wants all sorts. He wants. Yeah. He might yeah he, he hasn't seen he mightn't have seen enough progress or that he wasn't too extreme for Jay. <laughs> yeah, top, top, like, oh. top, na- top name dropping from uh, from the Jack Stack Daddy. Yeah. Oh, I just it love him. So tasty. Shout out to yeah, the guy in the gross. crowd who had a sign saying my wife left me for Shreddy as well. Ah, oh, the signs. The signs this month were great. Oh, it's incredible. Keep right. Pro- so moving on then, next up we had, I think next up was the number one contenders match. Yes, for Alexis Falcon. Um, so we had um, Ivy versus Gia Adams. Yeah. Top, top lady, Gia Adams. I love her. I mean, this, this, was, this was a superb match. I'm, I'm a big Gia Adams fan. The first time I saw yeah. her was the Total Carnage. Yeah. Carnage, she, the, the Deathmatch yeah. tournament. She Put was, on a clinic, didn't she? Yeah, she was great in that. And she's just got better every time I've seen her, basically. Well, she um, she fought last month as well. And, yeah, it was great. But, again, the good guys don't always win at this show, even though it's family-friendly, do they? No, and that was... I was so ready for a Gia Adams-Alexis Falcon match, but it's not yeah. to be, sadly. Um, so I, I couldn't quite see the finish because where we were sat in your booth, in the booth, I, it was like yeah. the corner I couldn't quite see. It looked like so. It looked like she had Ivy in the corner and she went for like a big like stinger splash or something, and Ivy yeah. just sort of got the baseball bat in the way and hit her with it. But yeah. it sort of like knocked them both out, and then as they fell, Ivy just sort of fell on top of her for the pin. It was one of those finishes where it was like a finish, but it wasn't. Yeah. So the, you know, it kind of protects Jira in a way because it was just it was just pure luck that Ivy had shrouded in way. controversy. Yeah. So I mean, I'm, uh, it makes sense, I suppose, because like Jira's a big face, Alexis a big face. You know, you get Ivy's play like the sort of heel character, can't you? So you know, you're going to get that that face for heel match, which will probably be in Siren's Fury. We think. Yeah, because she had that she had that last month as well, where she took someone out with the bat the month previous as well. Right. So it just seems to be what she's doing at the minute. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that and obviously the tactics with the bat will transfer over to TNT Extreme next yeah. month. I mean this is the first time I've seen her as a singles competitor. I've seen her with Pretty Little Killers. I haven't seen Pretty Little Killers actually. Oh, they're, they're, they're seen her. I, I saw them wrestle the She Wolves and they were that was that was a good match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but actually really I imagine. really liked really I mean a big big year I'm a fan anyway, but I really liked um Ivy as well. She was yeah, she, she, she was excellent. They most they both fought really well, and there wasn't really a moment where I was like, "Oh yeah, Gia's got this in the bag." It never felt like that. No, well, Gia, even though she's like this massive, like sort of hosset, I think, I think we, yeah. we settled on la- la- yeah, la- Lady Hoss. Uh, yeah. She does that, like sort of sympathetic babyface thing really well. She sells really well. Um, yeah. She's really believable. Like when she's taken a beating, which you know, for a woman of her, her build, you think, "Oh, that can be quite difficult." But no, she she really did um, a yeah. good job. Speaking of Gia Adams, um, it just reminded me of a match we missed off in the first half. Was uh, was Big Guns Joe? Oh yeah, yeah. Who was he against? He was against someone, Tate Mayfair. Yeah, it, I, th- I think it was his first match. You know, because he was really gearing up the crowd. Because I haven't seen him before. Yeah, he was like he was like your typical sort of posho, made in Chelsea style, you know, like southern posh wanker <laughs> that everyone hated. Yeah, uh, but he, and this this match was a lot of 
Joe getting his knee worked on. Like there was some sickening one knee, like, like Joe. Like that, um, he hit like a chop block, didn't he? And I swear I saw his knee just bend. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, was, it, yeah. Looked, it looked sickening. Uh, yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot of submission stuff. Joe, Joe never catches a break. It feels like Joe's like Joe's that guy. He's like the um. He's like, yeah, he's like, he's like the sort of the unlucky kid. He just like, he just never, like you say, he, he, he always just gets screwed. He, he's too trusting. He's too, he's too pure for the yeah, world of professional wrestling. He's too pure for sweet cinnamon roll, big guns, Joe. <laughs> and he just gets shot on by everybody, basically. He uh, really does. He really does. And because he got, he got obviously betrayed. He, Simon Miller did a big betray. Yes, he, on, he got, on Big yeah, I mean, Joe. Simon Miller turned heel on him. That's how that's how shit his life is. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sorry, Joe. I love you, but Jesus Christ, he's like the sting of ignition. He just, he's just too trusting. <laughs> just gets turned on by everybody. Um, yeah, so that, that was that was a pretty fun match. Um, the finish was was it knee related? Yes, yes, uh, it was. Did Joe, did Joe pass out or did he? Was it the tap out? Was it when he was doing like that in the walls? But anyway, uh, Tate Tate won, didn't he? Um, Tate won, big booze all round. A lot of heel victories. Um... A lot of heel victories. Yeah, but it's odd because they're not having a they're not, they're not having an edition show next month because it's the it's Iron Fury. So yeah. they, they're giving us a lot of like heel victories, and then they're making us wait two months for the for the <laughs> comeuppance, which yeah. is yeah, it's, we've got the crowd. I'm looking be... forward to that. Matthew's super psyched because it's on his birthday. Oh yes. The crowd's going to be red hot by the time that rolls around as well. Yeah. Excellent. Um, anything else before we get to the main event? Tom Thalewell. Yes. For the briefcase. Oh, Chase. Yeah, Chase. The it's Martini Daddy Chase so, Alexander. Yeah, so there were about 20 people in the audience all dressed in like white shirts with stick-on fake moustaches like Chase Martini. It's just brilliant. Uh, Chase Alexander fans. So and they had They had signs. They were like, yeah, they were bagging on Tom Thelwell. So this you was know. Chase, this was um, Chase Alexander versus Tom Thelwell for the briefcase. So Tom Thelwell has a briefcase. It's basically money in the bank, isn't it? He can just cash yeah. it in whenever he wants. And he's had, he, he's had it screwed out of him once before in the way of he tried to cash it in against Scott Oberman. And Scott Oberman ran away right. because he's a top, top heel. <laughs> and then Scott Oberman actually challenged him for the briefcase, briefcase didn't he? And then and- lost. And now he's not allowed to wrestle at Ignition anymore. He, he bet his Ignition career against it, yeah. So Sad Jay noises. Sad, sad Jay noises, absolutely. Um, but also, if you've never been to an Ignition show, all I can say is ex- explain Chase Alexander from the shouts from the crowd is that so he's just an angry accountant. He's just an evil accountant, yeah. yeah. Just an accountant that's gone, gone off the rails, basically. Uh, drank a lot of <laughs> martinis and wants to do absolute murder on people. Uh, the first time I ever saw him, he was hitting Visage with a chair. Like, really badly. So hard, it made me do an actual concern. <laughs> it made me, like, legitimately scared for, like, everybody's it, safety. Again, super wholesome show. Super, super. Family friendly, yeah. Watch <laughs> watch an evil accountant smack a member of the LGBT community with a steel chair repeatedly. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, did, did I ever tell, did, while, we're, while we're talking about Visage, did I ever tell you that Visage was on uh, the wheel by, with Michael McIntyre? No. Yeah. Really? They, they got they got they they put like 
So you, have, you ever, have you ever seen the show I've The Wheel? Seen, yeah. Yeah. So you know, like they answer all the questions only to put like money in the bank. Yeah. They got like the last question wrong, and then someone else came up and won it. <laughs> it was like <laughs> it was so upsetting, no. I, and it was like one of them. They were they were on it for so long, like that. You know, like oh. so sort of, these get really invested in the. In the, in the so it was like a they? rolling rolling streak, and then yeah, because yeah. he was talking about like, wanting to go to the US and train and the wrestling school over there, and sort of oh. like that's what they do. They won the money, and it was like, oh, I was so upset. I was me, yeah, me, of course you'd be zero watching at home. We were so behind them. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I really like Bazaar, and I hope I hope um, to see them to see them soon. Um, I can't wait for them to come back. Yeah, Tro- Troy bumped into them um, down in the Midlands a couple of weeks couple of months back, but they've not, not like that that sort of um, the chase chair match was the last time we've seen them up in. Up in Liverpool. in Liverpool, yeah. yeah. So moving on to the Chase Max then. Uh, this was, yeah. again, super, super fun. Um, Chase is just a great, like, he's basically Joey Ryan without the sexual predatoriness. Yeah. In, in the yeah. best possible way. Mm-hmm. Like, like you really, he's like slimy, but not in like a rapey way. But then you No, really it's like, it, again, it's that, it's that smarmy Tory energy. <laughs> yeah, you just want to see him get the piss beaten out of him. And, and it's great because yeah. sometimes it, he does and sometimes, sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, but Tom Tom Thurwell's like the, the proper like he's more, an actual baby face, baby face. He's like pure white meat, like actual, you know, 12-year-old baby kissing <laughs> America's sweetheart. You That's know, what you, it feels you, like. You, you put them on a you put them on a, like an army recruitment poster if you go to war, wouldn't you? To like sort of get people to join. That's what it feels like when you picture like baby face. That's the type of person that you picture in your head. Yeah. He's like the proper like never never quit. You know, he's John, another like, one that's like too pure for this world, cinnamon yeah. roll man. But look, he, the, the difference is he seems to like win quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. I think I think at this point, I really want him to cash in because I'm like, you've had that briefcase for actual ever now for like almost. It feels like well, I think it's like almost a year. It's so weird though, isn't it? Because like as a fate, as like a pure like actual lawful good baby face, you yeah. can't just like job in on like a when, when they say Cam's been like the piss beaten out of him like he could have cashed in a DOA after like big after big fucking Joe murdered Cam that would have been amazing but you can't do that on your face because you've got to be like honourable you can't just go oh yeah this guy's dead now I'm just going to nick the title of him because we thought that was going to happen again well yeah after the, after uh, when, the tag match when Mancunian was sort of laying into to Cam yeah um, but yeah th- that's the sort of the issue is like you have to sort of do the Daniel Bryan thing and be like right I'm going to cash in for a match at this show and you're, it almost sort of takes away the, the specialness of, of the of the sort of the immediacy of the of the, of the cash of, of the briefcase. Which is why I really thought that they might give it to Chase here. I was really hoping they would. I'm not going to lie. I'm <laughs> I, I'm a Chase fan, so I'm the one that's shouting for Chase when everyone else is shouting for Tom. I mean, there are a lot of there are a lot of Chase fans in the in the in the crowd this time. To be fair, um, two jobs, Chase. Two jobs, Chase. Poor Chase. But no, he um, look. This is had a really weird finish, isn't it? Like. It's sort of, I don't quite know what happened. Yeah, I think, um, wasn't it, he went to get his arm up? Like, the ref counted two, and then, like, and then checked it, the ropes or something, and then counted three. It was like a three. beat, wasn't it? Like, yeah. it, was, it was a long time, and then Chase was fuming with the ref. So it was like a two count, and then like they checked him to see if his like, arm was under the ropes for a rope break. And it wasn't, yeah. and then they just counted the third, and it was like, oh, okay. Well, I think he thought it was. I think he thought it was out of bounds. Yeah, and then, but the, the finish, it wasn't like a big move. The finish, it was just like a just like a, a some sort of slam, 
yeah. and then and then it, it just sort of ended. Um, Did Chase take a while to get up as well, though? After yeah, I, so I said to you, I don't think I think he might have been like knocked a bit. Maybe yeah. he, maybe like the, there was meant to be another move after that or whatever, but maybe that yeah. was just like he just got knocked a bit silly and they had to like sort of end the match because he they didn't want him to like take another bump on his head or something. Yeah, I spoke to him after the match and he see after the show and he seems okay. Yeah, um, I mean, he, but... he looked after about sort of ninety seconds on the mat. Like, because he, he he struggled to get up straight away, didn't he? Sort of like yeah. he sort of like swung his momentum a bit to get up back on his feet. Maybe he just got knocked, knocked, knocked a little groggy, and hopefully he's you know he's he's not doing too he's bad. He, he sort of yeah made a full make a full recovery. He went and had another martini, and you know it's fine. Yeah, play. Chill, chill out with <laughs> chill out chill out with the, the accountant section. Um, yeah, I'll see him right. Uh, right then, we need to talk about the main event. Yes. So this was. A no DQ match between RPD, RP Davis, and Sonny Derson. Yes. Now, these guys have got a bit of history, haven't they? Yeah, so they had a match on an extreme show um, three months ago on a TNT extreme show, and RPD had never been on one before. And every time they've had a match, is it Sonny? Did you say Sonny? It's Sonny. Yeah. So, Every time he's always, um, he's always like cheated and just top heel tactics. It's never been a clean fight. Um, so last month they had another, they had a boxing match because of that. And RPD, and, for anyone, RPD used to be a boxer. That's why that yeah. sort of came around, wasn't it? Yeah. And then it spilled on the outside. It got, it got. Cancelled. So it didn't end conclusively. No, it just got thrown out. No, yeah, it just got thrown out, and they started brawling on the outside. And then RPD last month got hit with a kendo stick. So then they challenged him to a street fight. Um. So Sona came out with the kendo stick. Well, you say a kendo stick. It was more like just like a wooden pole. Yeah. Basically, the those... ignition's answer to a kendo stick. It was like it was like a broom handle, but like longer yeah. and a little bit thinner. So it probably hurt a lot it, more. It broke straight away, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then RPD didn't come out with anything. He came out with a... He didn't even come out with the chair. That chair was just at the side. He is the weapon. That's why. He, that, that's what he said, wasn't it? <laughs> he, they were like, aren't you going to pick a weapon? He's like, no, my... These are all like... These fists are all I need. Which oh, was, that's just a turned out. He, he needed a lot more than that. <laughs> he did. He did. He ended up borrowing a few bits of bobs over the course of the match. I mean, this was... This was an absolute spectacle, wasn't it? It was. Oh, it was brilliant, Matthew. I thought Matthew was going to have like a panic attack. It was how, just like how none of the children watching this ended up just convulsing on the floor, like out of sheer, out of sheer <laughs> adrenaline was just oh, because it was so wild, wasn't it? it started out in the ring and then like one of the earlier one of the earlier tamer spots was RPD putting a bin over Sona's head and just like I'm when I say hitting it, I mean like swinging Full- for the fences. Yeah, with with the stick wasn't with it? With the stick it? and with the, stick. the noise it made, like the bit after two hits, the bin was split in half. Yeah, that, and that that's an important thing that because that bin did not go out that ring. Remember that we'll come back to that bin. Yeah. <laughs> so then after that, we had a chair, a nasty chair shot in the back. Sonna got a really. I nasty I, chair I, shot. I heard that and I just chose <laughs> to accept that it was just yeah. fine. I yeah, didn't but, see it, I just heard it. And I was like, oh, no, yeah. that didn't sound too bad. Just hear someone, like, scream. I'm like, oh, maybe it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that that was stiff. Because um, they're not... 
those chairs, I have one of those chairs and they are I, ca- I carried three of them from my flat because they live at the brewery. Three of them from my yeah. flat down. And I can confirm they are heavy. I yeah. had to stop. I had to stop several times because they weighed that much. Yeah, but they're not. They're, I always thought when I first saw them, because obviously the one that I got at the Extreme Show, which we'll come back to, <laughs> um, was really heavy and I'd never pick one up before. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that, that that's going to suck. Yeah. So, yeah. He took some really stiff shots, and then, then, it, then it was just chaos. And I've never ran so much from was, one end of an, a venue to another. This was borderline, like the type of shit you see in GCW. So they went. It was a door, so it was. Yeah, <laughs> they well, they went. So they set a door up in the corner, and then they went to the outside, and they went like right. We were on like the sort of right hand side of the ring. They went right past us mm-hmm. towards the bar. We had fighting on the bar. We had fighting by the fruit machine. We had fighting on the wall. Then they went yeah. up into the men's toilets briefly. Yeah. Um, you know, not for inclusion, you guys, you know, what if, what if women were trying to follow the action? Maybe yeah. think about that next time. Yeah. Uh, we went across the Merc table. We had a back body drop on the Merc table. I was actually at the You and Matthew were, were right on top of that. Uh, then they went outside, outside? Into, the street, into the actual street. Um, fought outside there for like a minute or two. Came back in back around the ring to our side went yeah. up. so if you don't know the, the, the venue fusion uh the, the ring is sort of in the middle of like the, what would be the dance floor just a nightclub yeah behind that is like a raised dj booth and there are two sets of stairs one on either and side two balconies. Go up the balconies and then two balconies so they went up the right hand side set of stairs first onto the balcony which had like the general admission fans on yeah. they sort of, i think they, I couldn't see because it was above us but they sort of teased one of them getting thrown off didn't they yeah it was scary <laughs> Matthew was doing a real concern. <laughs> a real concern. And then coming back down the stairs, um, RPD just threw Durson like down a flight down of stairs. Down the stairs. It yeah. was like it was like that, that bump Derby took against Men of the Year. That's what it felt like. And then it was obviously there's there's just people there. There's no barriers between the crowd. No. And no, there's even more there's more barriers at an extreme show. Than there is. Oh yeah, it's like it's, like it's like one false move, and you go into like two nine-year-old kids. <laughs> it's yeah, just like... it was someone's birthday. It would have just been like. <laughs> yeah, what did you get for your birthday? Well, a two hundred and seventy-five pound man landed on my like legs. I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> don't want that. No. So then they they sort of fought around a bit more. Went to the left-hand side. Went back through the entrance curtain, which led to like the, the sort of the left-hand stairs. Went up yeah. there. And then, so the, the end of the match ended with they were both frightened by the DJ booth. Uh, RPD threw Derson off the balcony, basically. Yeah. In, into the ring, he missed the turnbuckle by about by like foot, a second, wasn't a it? Foot. It yeah. was not. It was not far away from that. No, not at all. Then he. I loved. I loved the sort of the, the, the sort of visuals, the finish. Like Derson was sort of like looking around, dazed. He grabbed like instinctively, just grabbed the Grab trash the can bin. to like sort the of split trash can. It, oh, I mean, it was it was like it broken <laughs> on both seams. It was like flopping around. It was he, like sheet metal by this point, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He sort of held that up to like defend himself. Yeah. <laughs> like instinctively, as RPD jumped off and elbow dropped him through the bin off the DJ booth into the ring. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then after that, we got the door. And then finally, the door. Yeah. Which which they'd been teasing for like as soon as they were back in the ring, everyone was like, Chef "Oh, he's going through it." Yeah, that's what it was like. Honestly, <laughs> it was just. And then, yeah, the door. He, I think he, um, he like suplexed Donna into it, like. Behind him, didn't he? Like, yeah, 
and it was and that finally mercifully <laughs> that was yeah. it that was the end that was and it rpd was bleeding from his face at that point Actual I, think bin, blood feud. I think the bin split him open when he jumped on it yeah yeah because that was sharp the yeah, edges of that bin just kind of flopping around there and it was yeah all, all the all the sharp edges so yeah that was real fun i mean and what a what a match that was i mean oh, jesus what the crowd were like so so hot and then at the end Actual menace for the entire show and top lad Shreddy. Yeah, just so, came out. So after the match, Derson and RPD sort of hooked it out. They sort of like found a mutual respect through violence. Yeah, which, which it's, you it's to, the real way. Which you love to see. <laughs> and then, yeah, Shreddy came out and sort of, he didn't, all he did was he got in the ring, he sort of stared down RPD, didn't say anything, and then just left. No, yeah, it was. I can't wait for that. I am so excited. <laughs> Give me it now. I don't want it in May. Give me it now. So that was the that was ignition. Um, which wholesome yeah, I mean, family fun. And I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not a shill for, for TNT. I'm not here to advertise them, but like my ticket for that was ten pound, <laughs> and that was three hours of wrestling for ten. That's pounds. the first time that I have paid discounted every single time. I, and I've never thought, oh, I could have used that money for something else. I'm like, no, give me that again, please. It's such good value for, for the amount of wrestling you get on a show. Uh, it's, oh, it's like, fantastic. Like, like you say, we're not here to sell tickets for them, but it was it, the show was excellent. If you've ever it takes up that whole afternoon as well. Yeah, like, and if if you if you've ever got kids who are like into wrestling and you know you don't want to take them to see like the WWE show because it's like 40, 50 quid for a ticket, tenner on a uh, Sunday afternoon. You know, yeah. kids are eight pound. You know, you can't, yeah. you can't say better than that. And, you know, support independent wrestling. You could, one of these wrestlers... And they can be, meet the wrestlers as Yeah, well. they can meet the wrestlers. They, they, I mean, they take photos. You can get a photo at half-time for a fiver with one of them. They, they, all, they all chat at the end after to the minute. It's just it's so much nice. It's so nice if, if a kid's intro to wrestling is to be able to actually meet the wrestlers. Like, Matthew's going to have, like, such a wonderful wrestling experience because he's all of his, like, wrestling heroes, for the most part, are... A local. Yeah, and they're the ones that he can talk to. And it's, yeah. it's it does a great job of, like, sort of bringing that part of the business to them like because and, and it, i think it's a, lot, a much healthier way to get into wrestling you're not you're not seeing these people as like gods like a million miles away they're, they're right no, here like, like in the room it, with you it's literally like well when I, when we went to um when we were at your brewery and obviously we were sitting next to, it took me about obviously about 20 minutes to see that i was sitting next to chase and i popped <laughs> <laughs> so i i went home and told matthew and he was genuinely excited because he just thinks like that these local wrestlers are the coolest people. Like, yeah. like obviously, like he's a big fan of AEW and all that, and like New Japan. But yeah, he loves these wrestlers, and when it gets close to to Ignition every month, he's like, "Ah, oh, but what about this that happened last time?" He's actually he's paying attention to the stories, and that's mm. what you want. Probably better than I am, to be fair. Yeah, M- Matthew knows all about RPD, and he's like, no what's going to happen now? And I'm like, exactly. <laughs> Matthew's no. another Shreddy fan. He absolutely adores him. I mean, who isn't, to be fair? It's Shreddy's world. We're just living in it. Matthew has this great Shreddy shirt, and it's like an NWO shirt, but it says EHM, and underneath it says England's hardest man. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. But yeah, it, it it's brilliant, honestly. And yeah, next show is 22nd of May. Yep. That's when the next TNT show is. Looking forward to that. I, I will absolutely be there for that. It's, you it's, sure? Because Minoru Suzuki's wrestling the same day in what, London. In, uh, no, it's not in Liverpool. I don't go down to London for something like that. Yeah. Um, 
I know, <laughs> all I, there's only one. There's only one Jack Stack Daddy in my life. And, and it's, it's Shreddy, yeah. It's, it's Big Boy Shreddy. We should don't, make a sign. Don't tell. Yeah, I'll, I'll just, I, I binned off Suzuki for Shreddy. Yeah, <laughs> that's getting made. <laughs> right, should we crack on with, should we go extreme? We'll go to the, oh, yeah. to, to the adults know. only section. Um, right, so yeah, Thursday was uh, throw kill. So this is the, the sort of, I'd say the dark side of, of the, the underbelly. The underbelly, the CD underbelly. It's where you get, you, <laughs> you get big boys, you get big names, you get big buckets of blood. Barbed wire, light tubes, loads of glass, so much glass, so much glass. Um, but before all of that, we had LJ Cleary versus Cameron Solis. Oh man, the heat that LJ Cleary got was unreal. LJ Cleary is a heat magnet. It he's is also a, he's also a wanker confirmed. Yeah, according to the crowd, it's oh my god. So the crowd was packed. It wasn't quite as rammed as DOA was, which I enjoyed because it didn't feel DOA like was. Like breathing down my neck. Yeah, but this was just nice. It was a nice level of busy, where like yeah. it felt it felt like a lively, rowdy crowd, but it wasn't like oh god, I can't get to the bar or the toilet or anything. Yeah, we couldn't move last time, and it was nice to be able to maneuver around easily, even for me, who yeah. cannot see unless she's literally at the barrier. And once again, you were at the barrier. Yes, I was. Yeah, uh, yeah. So fun, fun opening match. Um, Cam did Cam things. Cam did all the Cam things, and I, I get so excited to see this side of him as well. Oh, like, and they, they, also, they also said before the match started that he had to put the initial title on the line, which he did. Yes, because I love, again, I think you get the full benefit of these shows if you go to both. Yeah, they've seen, I think ever since... Um, since lockdown and they sort of came back because they took like obviously quite a bit of time off during the first pandemic or the first, the yeah. first lockdown not the first but the start of the pandemic um i think since they've come back in they've done a much as 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 like a sort of wrestling nerd i now feel like i have to go to both not like i have to but i want to go to both shows to sort of get yeah. the full picture if that makes sense 100%, like, there's yeah. been so much more bleed of of talent across different shows it doesn't feel like two separate rosters anymore whereas... no it's it's the same it just depends who's there at the time, because I had to explain to Matthew last month about what happened to Cam. Ah, oh, about, J- about JJ Webb costing the yeah. match at DOA, yeah, which obviously he's happened, not been able to see. And what happened to HT Drake as well? Because HT Drake was wrestling at that show, yeah, as well. So it's just interesting. If you don't watch both, you don't appreciate what's happened. I don't think as I much. I mean, HT Drake took miniature at DOA, yeah, yeah, and he took him, he, he took another quite not a few nasty shots last month as well yeah it's crazy times yeah so i mean it was a fun match um cam did camp things he won with was it flippy stuff did he do flippy stuff no i think it was tombstone he won with he did it was, he, he did, it was, he, was tombstone he won with yes yeah that's right it was weird because it's the first time i've ever seen someone do a tombstone and then just a normal like hook the leg instead of like the undertaker's hand on chest pin. that's cam's finishing move though the tombstone even though he does like Wonderful and his moonsault are like picturesque as well. Uh, it's he so did, good. He did a dive to the outside, which looked so terrifying. <laughs> yeah, again, I, it's one of them where I think I, I watch these and I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to die. I thought not, he was going to land on my feet. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like twice I thought that I was going to die at TNT or get gravely injured by a fallen wrestler, and it's great. <laughs> Well, we'll talk a little bit more about that in the second match. So the second match, I believe, was the tag team titles. 
Yes, it was by the Kings of the North. So and... it was the the Kings of the North who I hadn't realised had turned heel. Yeah, 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 because they took the belt off the She-Wolves by cheating. Yeah, they did. They, it felt, was... they, they did bad things, didn't they? And did, and did me a heartache. Because I love the She Wolves. I love the Kings of the North, like Bonesaw and Corvin. Like Corvin is like the most ready to go. He could go to any company in the world. And just... <laughs> Pure Jim Wanker. He, he, <laughs> he could he could sign to AW or, or WWE like next week and just fit in. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like you know, when you there are some people when you're watching them, and it's like I could I could definitely at least see you in NXT, but I could also very much like to see you fight the Butcher and the Blade. Yeah, give oh, me that god. like now. Oh god, <laughs> too like, much, too yes. much. That's just too much, Daddy. In like one room. Oh, it'd be brilliant though. Honestly, like that, <laughs> and like just throw them in with Bear Country for a laugh. Yeah, just all the meat. <laughs> uh, so they were up against the team of Jody Fleisch and the incomparable, the <sighs> top, in- top lyrical dragon. They just, they just the, the man who is everything to everyone. The man like Darius. <sighs> the O one two one. So Troy was actually on the train with him on the way down. <laughs> Hilarious. I know with his shirt on. With his shirt on, yeah. Yeah, but Troy and Nath had man of three shirts on. Um because oh. Therese is a top, top boy. He First time really I've ever is. seen him. Jesus Christ, he's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's so nice as well. Cause I I saw him in an extreme show, but then I've only seen him since at Ignition Ones. And he's so he's so lovely. Like just catching him. After the shows, he's brilliant, but he can go. Yeah, and he raps oh the theme music God. as well, which is awesome. Any, yeah, it props to anyone who raps the theme music. Blow it. Yeah, it's like it's like it's charisma in this. When when he comes out, it's like he just draws the crowd in. Absolutely, he's just he's just he's just man, you can't get your eyes off him, can you? When he's in no, the no, not at all. He is, he is phenomenal. Absolutely love him. Uh, Jody Fleisch as well, no slouch. Um, he hit. No, not at all. There was uh, there was a moment where like they had to clear the barriers on the outside, and yeah. Jody Fleisch hit a. He broke a, the barrier. Yeah, he hit a swanton over the top rope, um, which basically sent the Kings in law flying, and Bonesaw came within. I think he basically hit Sarah in the in the leg. When, yeah. he, when he went flying, he was like, yeah. I looked away and looked back, and he was just on his feet. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. it, yeah, that was that that was scary because we were I didn't see like that bit, but I saw the crowd get absolutely rocked while they were there. So I remember I was like sort of looking around and I heard like the noise. I was like looking at like, one of the corners and I looked like straight ahead, and all my, my entire like sphere of vision was just Jody Fleisch's back. I mean, that is not a bad vision, though, is it? Like, <laughs> it's sort of, it's just... you know, when it's like rapidly coming towards you, it's quite <laughs> scary. <laughs> yeah, actual train. <laughs> and no, Jody yeah. Fleisch, Jody Fleisch is fantastic. I've seen him wrestle. I saw him wrestle Jonathan Gresham on like, a tw- no. on, like a half a because someone cancelled and they got Gresham in like half a day's notice to wrestle Jody Fleisch and they put on a banger. Of course they did. Uh, yeah, him, him versus Pack is probably one of the best matches I've seen in the TNT ring. And I saw him. When when that happened and um Darice came through by the by us, um this woman standing next to us went, um, my mate fancies you and he just put a thumbs up and I was just like, cause that because that's what you concentrate on. Top lad, Darice. <laughs> uh yeah, so it was a I mean, and there was some there was some lovely um tag team action from Kings of North, like one of those polished tag They're teams so you, fluid, you'll, you'll, you'll ever like, see on the Indies. Oh yeah. I mean they brilliant. hit they hit a dooms, they hit a big rig. They hit. Uh, it, had, like a, it was it was basically one of those matches where it was like, do you want to see everything? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is it. And they won with like, like sort of a magic killer. 
it felt like that. Like, yeah. Which was which is pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I mean they're they're just top top lads. I I, I mean I know they're, I know they're here. We went to boo them, but I just can't. I can't hate them. I can't hate Kingston <laughs> enough. I never forget. Just like, don't have it in yeah. The first time I was like talking to Ryan about like indie wrestling, and I was saying like, oh yeah, Kings of the North. He's like, oh yeah, when they're in a, they're, they're massive faces in Liverpool, and he was like, oh yeah, they're not in Belfast, mate. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh yeah, yeah, I can, I can imagine that, but yeah, you're not gonna, yeah. Right. How shocking must that be for you then, for to then come into Liverpool and then them just be hated? It's because like the last time I saw them, they were like beloved. It was before like last time I saw them before they lost because I missed a few shows over Christmas. I was too busy. It was before they lost the belts to the, the She Wolves or to yeah. the team the She Wolves beat. And yeah, they were just like they were just like the basically the New Age outlaws of like UK tag team wrestling. And now all of yeah. a sudden, everyone hates them. And I'm like, oh, shit, okay. Oh, wow, I've missed something. But to be fair, when the She-Wolves won the belts, they literally took, like, they pinned the people who won it off the she- off Kings of the North straight away. Yeah. So it was like, it was like open challenge at the end. And so I couldn't, I think it's fitting that the Kings of the North won it back from the She-Wolves, even though I love the She-Wolves. So I'll be sad that they lost. Well, we'll talk more about the jewels and title pursuits in a little while because there's yes. there's plenty more shield related adjacent action on this show. Um, yes, which we'll get to. I'm trying to think what was next. Was it time for Scotty to hotty after this? Yes, it was because yeah, I think yeah, it I'm might look, have been. I'm so, looking at my photos and yeah, it was. This is, I mean, this is the match most people, a lot of people, were here for. Uh, this was. Scott Garland, formerly known as Scotty Too Hotty, versus the the wonderful Gene Money. Oh, can we just talk about how wonderful, how brilliant he is, though? Like, I love him so much. Gene Money is legitimately oh. one of the most entertaining people I've ever seen in a British wrestling ring. I want to see him. And, and it, again, it's one of those things where you're like, there are people that you watch and you're like, I want to see you fight big stars. I want to see you, like, in these rings. So I was talking to Jay after on Friday at the brewery and he said he timed it from the moment Scotty's music hit because Gene came out first. Because he Gene came out first, he had to sadly announce that um, Session Mark Martina would not be able to make it to um special guest referee. She had AW commitments, which is brilliant. We wish yeah. her all the best. Please get signed to AW and then do a bad murder on Jade Cargill for the TBS yes. title. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, that band show. A banter show. <laughs> yeah. Bans, is it Bans to Brian and Jay Cargill? Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. So Gene Money came out to announce that um, System Math couldn't make it. Then, so from the moment Scotty's music hit and he started his entrance to the moment they first touched each other inside the ring to start the match was nine minutes. That was insane. That was the best feeling ever. I've never, I've never experienced that at a TNT show before either. Right. I've been to a fair few TNT shows now. I've seen Pac. I've seen... Ricky Shane Page, I've seen a lot of big names come through. No one has gotten a pop like Scotty Too High. It was magical. It, it was, was it was it was crazy. Like the, the noise. And like he, he he spent like two minutes trying pretending to take his hat off to like the biggest like the crowd were popping like it was Austin at WrestleMania 17. Can I also just compare as well? I watched Scotty Too Hotties um return to the ring on the GCW show against Joey Janela mm. and that pop was bigger like more energetic it was 
it was he, just he was talking about it the next day and he said like you could tell him like when he, you could tell in his eyes when he was doing it like it, it really meant a lot to him like and it's it was so beautiful to see like he was he was having such an amazing time and like for a guy who if I'm being totally honest wasn't the most renowned for his wrestling back when in his younger days no. for, him, for him to just get like such a incredible ovation for for just appearing basically and and yeah. he, I'm gonna say that I mean he didn't phone in this this match was this match this whole sequence of match was phenomenal wasn't it yeah it was fantastic or oh, this woman turned around to me next standing next to me and was like my nine-year-old self is freaking out right now and that's literally what it felt like it was like oh my god it's it, it's like sat it's it's like the morning I'm watching wrestling I'm back to being a kid again. That's when, what it felt when, like. when you grow up in the IT era and you get to like sort of mid twenties and you, like you know wrestling sort of all changed and it's all gone away, one of the little things you put in the in your sort of like the recycle bin of your brain is like, all right, I'm probably never going to get get to see the worm live. I'll, I'll have to just make I'll, I'll have to just make peace with that. Yeah. And then 2022 comes around, and it's like, oh fuck that noise, mate. There you go. <laughs> Do you want your childhood? Here it is. Here's your <laughs> serotonin. Just lock it away for when you're sad to think about that. I mean, but as, um, as as excellent as Scotty was, and he was excellent, I think yeah. uh, absolute poggers must go to Gene Money for this match because he he oh. was he got one. He was clearly having the absolute time of his life in this match. He he fed off that energy, mm. and then he was like, "Right, I know I'm not going to be like not that because it was obviously face v face, but he was like, I know that like he knew what the crowd were there for. Everyone is there to see Scotty hit the worm on him. Like, yeah, that is that has to happen." Like that has to be a thing. So he has but to before, get like, before that happened though, it was the I've got Scotty too hotty in a headlock, and then everyone cheered. Yeah. And then he was like, he was kicking him in the corner. He's like, I'm yeah. sorry, Scotty. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was so funny. It was like I it was like that bit in um you know, the Princess Bride where they're yeah. fighting and it's like, oh, I hate to kill you. It's like that's what it felt like. <laughs> it was the regret. And he put him in a sleep, he's like, please don't go to sleep, Scotty. Please don't go to sleep. <laughs> Uh, yeah. and it was it was so good. Like again, Gene's another one of those guys who's just he's just so pure and beautiful. Oh yeah, I like the, just... the, the sort of the, the just the, the goodness just radiates out of him. It's he's, it's, the, he's the good boy. That's what he, he is. The good boy. Uh, so there was, I mean, it's it's amazing, isn't it? Like the biggest pop of the night for on, on across. Well, maybe not maybe not quite the entire night, but certainly the biggest pop of the first half of the show was whenever anyone hit a bulldog. Yeah. As soon as someone yeah. hit a bulldog and they were in the middle of the ring. Oh so, my god. I mean, it started out, it looked like Gene was gonna do the worm because he had Scotty down. Yeah, he was doing the the waving the arms and everything, and he was yeah. gonna do the hop, and then Scotty got back up. Because I've watched that video back about <laughs> seven times. <laughs> and oh. then obviously it all ended. Scotty hit the bulldog. He freaked out. The crowd yeah. freaked out. We all knew what was coming. Yeah, we all got to chant along the WORM. Oh. He hit the, was... I mean, he still got it, hasn't he? He's still, oh, yeah, he's still 100%. It's not even a, oh, it's not as good. No, it's still that, that it's worm still was just straight out of the 2001 Royal Rumble. It re... This entire week of wrestling has just been, did you like, did, did you like that Royal Rumble? <laughs> then here's all of it, yeah, yeah, here's everything that happened in that Rumble. That was great, and here you go. and yeah, it's just been brilliant. And and then, and then, our favourite but not favourite, LJ Cleary. Rap bastard. Yeah. <laughs> out comes LJ Cleary to ruin it for everyone. However, he gets put laid out. And then Gene hits the worm on him. 
Oh, that was emotional. He was like, it's for you. And it was like, yeah. Scotty gives Gene the floor, says, you, you hit the worm, it's, it's fine. Oh, it was great. And then he ripped the nipple tape off. He did. Oh, that was, yeah. <laughs> we didn't get the dance, and I'm a little sad, but we did get blessed with the video of um, Martina, AC Romero, and Scotty Tuharty doing mean, it at OTT. I didn't think I needed to see AC Romero back that ass up like Rikishi, but apparently I did. And yeah, now you I have. absolutely uh, did. Now my life is complete. <laughs> yeah. Right, so speaking that, of AC Romero. Speaking of AC Romero, yeah, the last match of the first half, it was big boy season. Oh, it was big, big boy season. That was a pop. I didn't expect. I didn't think. I mean, I love AC Romero. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hoss boy. <laughs> but I didn't think there'd be that much collective love for AC Romero. Like when you got in, because like Scotty was the big name, wasn't he? And then it was like, oh, yeah. 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 And also AC's going to fight Dan Maloney. And it's like, all right, that's really good. I'm really excited for that. But I don't know. If, like, yeah. Especially right after the Scotty match, when like, are the crowd going to be up for this? Oh, yes, they were. And speaking of this whole TNT, you need to go to both shows, Dan Maloney won that belt. On the ignition show, yeah, as well. So it was it was a game that whole like that crossover where it was now, like you wouldn't appreciate it as much. This is a weird one because I've seen Damaloni on NXT UK. Oh really? I didn't know that. You, you, you did a bit of job work for them a few times. So, like you got ruined by um, Primate and T Bone. Oh okay. Got absolutely annihilated. But I always <laughs> thought right, Damaloni. Okay. I always thought Damaloni was a. I've, 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 I've spoke to him like face-to-face, like, close-up as well. I always assumed Damaloni was a fairly jacked guy, like, pretty big. He's quite slender, isn't he? Like, well, next to AC Romero, he looked like a halloumi fry. <laughs> like, like he would be blown over by a bit of wind compared to AC. AC <laughs> is just props to the guy. You see AC Romero and you're like, oh, no, no way a guy like that can wrestle, but Jesus Christ, he can do oh so much. Oh, my God. And he's so athletic as yeah. well. Like, that was insane. Like, there's pictures that I have of him like doing the big jumps as well. Yeah. Just yeah, and the, we got a chop spot. Yeah, we like, got a chop spot. Getting where, chopped by Isaiah Romero is like getting hit by it with a leg of lamp. Well, I said I I just said to myself while they were in the crowd, I was just like, "Ah, oh, how is he not dead?" And Dan just looked <laughs> like he regretted everything and was like, "I don't know." <laughs> Oh, top sympathetic baby. It was no, it was another weird match because like Dan Maloney obviously he's a bit of a baby face champion, but Ace Romero was like the big like feel good American guy coming in, and uh, he's just such a nice bloke as well. Like, it was so around. positive as well his his vibe and like his yeah, and he was, he was just, off the crowd. He was so happy. The crowd was so hot for him. Like the chance, the Ace Romero chance went on for like minutes. Yeah, and, like he was he was so appreciative of it, and he he, he had a little he had a little, he said a little thank you after the match, and he like thanked the fans for like for, for being so, so nice to him. And uh, Troy and Jay talked to him after the show and said he was super lovely. Yeah, yeah, and he broke the he literally broke the barrier as yeah. well when when him nearly and Dan broke the, broke the damn ring. Dan power bombed him. Dan picked him up and threw yeah. him, and yeah. that was scary. That was terrifying. Yeah. That was that was wild because like, they sold they sold a suicide dive spot didn't they which they didn't have space for so I'm really glad it didn't uh, happen. Yeah, I again that was another one of those moments in the night where I was like I'm gonna die. If this <laughs> is it, if this is it, then it's fair play. Yeah, if this is how I go, then put it on my tombstone, please, because that's what a way. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so again, they, they did like they did the two big spots with Maloney. So they did, he did the power slam, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Halfway through the match, because like those obviously with with a with a guy like Ace, it's always like the, the big sort of 
thing is, can they get him off his feet? And Dan was really struggling. Yeah, and he then, really was. He kept eating. Remember those kicks at the beginning? Yeah. He was, just, he was just he was running into him with the kicks and the chops and the elbows. And like, literally, just he was bouncing, just literally just bouncing off him. Like Oh, it's like he absorbed every hit. It was fantastic. I And I think that really charged the crowd up as well, which you wouldn't expect after what had just happened. You yeah, think it's, they'd it's, all be tired? Yeah, you, you get the fear, don't you? Like, oh, shit, that's got your match was really hot. And, like, are they going to be up for this? Because it was a really, obviously, because of the main event was such a huge match. They had to put the, yeah. they had to put the, the title match earlier in the card. They didn't want to back to back the two titles, clearly. Nope. And, and yeah, I was just like, oh, shit, the crowd have anything left? Oh, God, did they have stuff left for this oh, match? Oh, my God, yeah. And that, that yeah. so the huge spot for finish uh, was AC was on the top rope looking for like something I don't even know a, like a moonsault or a Vader bomb or something. Yeah. And then Dan just went up, got under him, picked him up, took like a good two steps, and then power bombed him. Yeah, th- that's the thing. It wasn't just a pick up throw. It wasn't just he just dropped him. He like picked him up, walked forward a bit, and then slammed yeah. him down. It it's was like it look was, how strong I am. It was unbelievable. And then the crowd really popped for Dan then after that. Yeah, and that was it. All of a sudden, like, oh, shit, Dan Lerner just powerbombed AC. That's, that's yeah. incredible. And that was it. Yeah. That was good for the win. Uh, following the match, we had Dean Ormore come out. Oh, that was lovely. I love that. That the was so emotional. Dan Maloney for a match at the next show, which Dan accepted. Yeah, because he talking about how they have always been friends and oh, it was great. I really yeah. enjoyed that. Really emotional, really quite an emotional um, promo from from Dean, wasn't it? Um, yeah, it really really hit hit well. Um, really did, did a good job. Uh, right, then back from the break. Uh, oh, Alexis can... Falcon, we had um, Alexis Falcon v Ava Everett. Yes, we did. Um, really good, fun match. Uh, Ava looked great. She uh, yeah, she, she really did. She she's got a really fun character, like. She's like sort of. She, she was very good. Like a little, all the stuff she was shouting in between the moves, like at the crowd and like at Alexa, yeah. were was superb. Alexa, they were they were fantastic. She was just her gear was unbelievable as well. Yeah. She looked so good, and she she got a great chant of "You got some shit, Power Ranger." <laughs> yeah, it's more fun time. It was so good. Yeah, and what was it? Go back to Canada. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was phenomenal. Um, really, really good fun. Uh, great match. Uh, obviously, yeah. Alexa, Alexa. It was. It was a bit of like you sort of just. Oh yeah, here's we just brought in like a. Here's someone for Alexa. Here's, here's, someone, here's, someone, from, here's someone that you've never seen because she's from the the Americas, and Alexa's going to kick her really hard um, and beat and her she up. Did. And she did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she got stiff kicks, Alexa as well. <sighs> she's Alexa's great, isn't she? Like, yeah. She, I mean, obviously, I, I didn't really know who she was until she had those sort of series of matches with Lizzie, and like that really yeah. put like on, I think a lot of people's radars. And I know she's working a lot. She worked progress a lot, now, didn't she? And yeah, like, she's really going places, which is wonderful to see. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just, it's re- again, it's really nice to, I know we don't get it as often in TNT, but storytelling, it really pays off. Yeah. And you pop more for the, for these matches, these, ho- ho- I don't want to say homegrown, but it is, it's that, it's the, like their own talent. Well, we, t- we talked about this a lot when we interviewed Lizzie. Um, we were saying, like, since the pandemic, it's been a lot more, like, storylines, and it's been a lot more, like, it always feels like, a, like interesting in TNT, there's been, like, a reset button yeah. hit, and, like, it's, just, it's, like, it's almost like starting again from scratch with, like, new storylines, like, more storylines with featuring, like, because the problem with booking, like, Pac or, you know, AC is great. The matches are great, but you can't, but you can't have them back next month for another match. Yeah. Whereas if you're doing Lizzie versus Alexis, you can do that 
three months in a row and just build yeah. the feud and just keep increasing the, the the insanity in the feud, which yeah, absolutely, which they, they did so well last year. Uh, oh. We'll get to, we'll get to Lizzie in a minute, but before we do, uh, we have another title match, which was Scotty Rourke versus Mark Haskins for the Ultra X Championship. My God, this match was so good. I really enjoyed this match. I, I, I both I really enjoyed this match, but at the same time, it caused me immense like mental anguish. Oh, I I spent most of the match just thinking, is he going to hit that round? Because if he hits that kick, if Scotty hits that like that roundhouse kick that he does, it's all over. Yeah, because that kick is like that. That's like his like that's his thing, and it's now, done. I'm not going to say this was a squash match because it wasn't. But Scotty was not strong. Not not that he wasn't strong, but um, they really played up like the experience of Haskins. The Haskins was just mostly in control. And Scotty called him out like in like a promo, like in like a promo the month before as well. Yeah. So this was like maybe Scotty biting off a bit more than he could chew. Um, That's what it felt like. It was just like he just ran. He just finally ran into like the one guy who just had his number, basically, because... Because he'd been dominating, hasn't he? Yeah, well, but everything everything Scotty tried, Haskins just had an answer for. Like, he didn't even, like, really... Like, he didn't really get involved or anything like that. No. There was no chicanery. Haskins was just better. Yeah. It it felt like he was truly out-wrestled. Yeah. And Haskins just, yeah, he was just in total control. The finish with those like two horrible like yeah. running elbows to the back of the head, and the dives on the outside as well. Like Scotty, yeah. Scotty got really punished in that match. He really did. I mean, we say this like he did. Fant- he, it was a fantastic match. It was really entertaining. He, he always puts on a good match though. Um, even at even at Ignition as well. I love seeing him. Like regardless of what show he's on. Yeah. But yeah, it it really did feel like it was his. He lost against his dragon. That's what it felt like. He tapped out, didn't he? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. No, was it? Did he, no, he passed out, didn't he? He passed out. Yeah, it was the drop of the arm. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so yeah, Mark Haskins beat Scotty Rourke to win the Ultra X Championship, yeah. and it's great. It's great to see Mark back. Um, the last time. That was the first was... time I'd actually seen him wrestle. Well, the last time I saw him wrestle, he was getting beat by someone who we will not mention. Um, <laughs> no. So yeah, it, I mean, he obviously he's been he's been away Ring of Honor for a bit, so it's obviously he's he's got he's free from those commitments. It's good to see great to see him back in in, in TNT. Yeah. Um, I know he's very highly thought of in, in the British wrestling community, so it's it's fantastic to see him coming to Liverpool. I'm excited to see more, and he was super over as well, which is weird because Scotty is usually the one. Scotty, yeah, Scotty's like a super popular because he's just a basically daredevil goth boy. Yeah. And everyone, it, everyone loves that. But yeah, Haskins is just, I think Haskins is just so legitimate that you can't like, you can't ignore him. You can't like not cheer for him because he just looks so, he looks like he's, he looks like a pro wrestler, doesn't he? Like, yeah, it felt, it felt that. And especially with the production, I'm going to just touch very briefly on the production value of TNT. Just how how much it's come up in the past, like what three months? Yeah, I, I was saying to you yesterday when we were at the Indian show. Like, I don't get to a, a lot of indie wrestling, and I'm not. I, I don't want to disparage any indie wrestling, but like, you can always tell. Like TNT, they go a little bit further on like their video packages and their graphics, and yeah. their, they they have like promos. So like when um when Kings of the North won the 
tag title match, they were sort of calling out GF for saying that there was no one left for them. And they had like a little promo with like the guys from um, the NWA Tag Team Champions called them out and said they're going to have a match. The, the, wolf, the Mecha Wolves. Mecha Wolf and Mecha the other wolf. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, La, La Rebellion, they call it something like that. Yeah, that's it. Um, so they so they do that and they, they they basically build these like it's all this in anticipation and they do it, it feels like they, a big deal. They do it for like these awesome video packages and these awesome graphics and everything just feels so smooth and like I've seen like Eddie Kingston and Chikara show where like halfway through the fucking screen fell down or something and he walked out from me had a curtain. You know what I mean? GCW has a curtain and that's it. Yeah. So it's like it feels like they're getting these entrance music videos now. They're getting these like. It it feels like it's like it's like it's elevated. Yeah, it really does. It really doesn't feel a million miles away from like the production values on like an NXT UK. Or, or it really like doesn't. No, and no, it's it's, it's so good. And and it, it it goes to show like everyone behind the scenes works so hard there, and it, and it, it really Props pays off. To literally everyone that works at TNT, honestly, that it's madness, it, and it feels like it just brings it up. That yeah. much more with the crowd, they they get excited when there's these video packages. Absolutely, uh, right then. Before we get onto the madness of the main event, uh, well, very briefly. So I don't know if it was ever meant to happen, but on this on this card announced thing I had, it was supposed to be the She Wolves versus Lizzievo and Angel Hayes. Obviously, the She Wolves were not there, so Lizzievo came out furious in the way that only someone who's incredibly scouts can be. Oh, it was brilliant, and she she absolutely hated the crowds as well. And then I thought she wasn't going to shake my hand, and then she didn't. It made me happy. Did she remember you, did she remember <laughs> you from the keyboard? That's it. That's it. Because uh, like when we interviewed Lizzie, we were like, "How does it feel to be like working heel in front of a, a scout crowd at, at TNT?" And she was like, Those "Oh yeah, the, the scout, like, the, the, the crowd at TNT is not a scout crowd." And I was like, "Really?" <laughs> like, I, I know, but like from my perspective, I am. But like, yeah. I suppose a lot of people travel only for the shows, so yeah, maybe it's not. Yeah. Uh, so they, they basically didn't have the She Wolves because uh, they weren't showing up. So uh, she it said was... it was Lucy Sky and Aurora Tevez, yeah. who I first saw at Simon Fury last year. And goddamn, she's really good. Um, she's a tiny terror. I love her. And Lucy Sky is just this absolute powerhouse. It's um, another lady horse, isn't it? Yeah. It's just, it's that. Yeah. It was really strong. Yeah. And it was a fun match. It was good back and forth. Um, they they did a really good job. Like Tevez had a really good like series of time to shine. She got, got a lot of stuff in. Um, but like, eventually, Lizzie, Lizzie and Angel. So I didn't realize Angel Hayes is the ICW Women's Champion. I didn't know that actually. No, I, I didn't see. It. No, I, I, I don't think she, she came out with the belt. She, she, she did not come out with the belt. No, but no. She, I saw her on, on social medias the other day. Um, so the pedigree there, obviously, that team is is excellent. So we've um, got that with the Kings of the North as well. Yeah. ICW tag champs. Yes, yeah, well, they had they had those belts, didn't they? Um, yeah. Yeah. So really fun match. So like, loads of again, it was very. Um, so Aurora Tevez does all like the really good like sort of flippy stuff and kicks. She's and, really, she's, she, she's so quick. Yeah, she's, she's so quick. And then she, she actually had. A, I'd love. I like to see. Uh, it felt a bit like it might have been a bit of a thrown together tag team, but I'd like to see a bit more of these two as a, as a team. They've got that that sort of power and speed sort of yeah. combination down like really well. You which... don't get that a lot either because usually it's like your your striker and you obviously well, especially in women's wrestling you don't tend to see. Like I don't know why it's always the case, but like women's tag teams always seem to be like two women who are very similar. I don't know if it's like a like a they're almost thing. yeah they're almost they're almost afraid. Like it's like you know you've got to look like 
you've got to look like twins almost or like you know sort yeah, of like yeah I was literally about to say that or like yeah it's just they're brilliant and yeah Lucy Sky props to her for doing double duty with um yeah TN with the ignition as well so I don't know if that was like a last minute thing if the shoe was going to make it or if one of them's injured or what was going she on called there. them out though she was fuming she did so after so that good. so Lizzie picked up the win and then uh, after which she got on the mic and she said basically yeah, she's sick of asking for them so she asked them one more time Siren Fury she rolls versus the live birds I mean Can't if you wait. want if you want I mean, if we want to talk about like speed and power and attack team then the she wolves are going to give you all of that aren't they so oh my god and they're just they are just like so they hold the crowd and it, it's going to be interesting to see how that happens especially with again story building because Lizzie won that belt off yeah. Casey Owens yes. as well. Uh, I just want to very briefly, before we, before we move on, if we talk about the Shewels, I want to just get my, get my shit in here. Um, when we went to, it was the first show back they did, I can't remember, was it going off big time last year maybe? Um, the Shewels came out, Molly came out to like sort of berate someone. I think it was, um, I think it might have been... Was it Total Blana. Carnage? No, no, it was before that. Um, it was, I think, when, when they were like on the verge of kicking Lana out. Oh, and yeah. Molly came out to like berate her, and one of the one of the um one of the ring crew went to hand her at the handle like, the wireless mic, and he didn't he let go of it before she grabbed it accidentally, and it fell like right next to my chair. Oh my! And God. so in character, Molly was like berating this member of the ring crew for like being a fuck up, and I just like reached down, picked up the mic, and sort of handed to her, and she just looked at me and went, "Oh, thank you very much, Hen." <laughs> like, like the sweet, like the most, like most, like she smiled and she was like the nicest person, and then she just, oh. and she just started screaming into the mic at Lana, and it was like, oh Love my that. god, that was that was incredible. Whiplash. That's, that's what you, <laughs> it's one of those things, isn't it? Where you're like, oh my god. Yeah, oh so, yeah, love that. Got, got a lot of time for Molly. She's uh, she's lovely. Um, I can't wait for that as well. I literally like, I'm so pumped. Yeah, I've missed I mean, the she wolves. That that could possibly main event. I think it will. I I think there's been enough. Obviously, with the She Wolves losing, well, there was the talk, wasn't there, as well, that it's going to be, it might be for because Lizzie seemed to claim that she knows there's ready, she's that, got that inside information. There's, there's women's tag team belts in, on the way. Uh, so if that's going to be for the belts to crown the first champions, then absolutely, that's uh, the main event in it. Yeah, we need that though because there's so many tag teams in TNT, like both women's and men's. That, yeah. It definitely warrants having two separate belts. Hook it to my veins. Yes, please do. And I, I just can't wait, and I can't wait to see just more of Lizzie. <coughs> sorry, more of Lizzie as a as a tag as well, because I don't think we get enough of it. Yeah, I mean, this, this the, the sort of the, the sort of relationship and dynamic she has with Angel Hayes is fantastic. Angel Hayes is fantastic as well, like super yeah, super super regular. Lizzie has she's always been good, but like ever since she like. Had this 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 like this feud with Alexis Falcon just brought out something in her, which is just she's she's reached another level since that feud started. One of my favorite bits was when um someone must have shouted um that her lip filler shit, and she ran to the barrier and was like, "Say it to me, face!" And I was just like, "Oh, I love it's this like, woman." It's like the angriest like scout bird energy you've ever seen. It's yeah, phenomenal. Ima- imagine like just like. I always like to picture it as like every every brassy girl in school like mm. turns up to like eleven. If you've ever seen like a proper scout bird kick off on a fella at Bramar, yeah, it's basically. basically it's basically just that, but in a wrestling ring. Yeah, it's great. It's concert square. Yeah, it is. It is huge concert square energy. 
Yeah. It's I, it I mean I can, I can I can hear those like I live like around the corner from Hunter Square. I, I, <laughs> on like a, a Saturday night I can hear that promo like a thousand times just down the road. <laughs> but except that this girl will genuinely murder. Yeah. This girl will drop <laughs> you on your head yeah. and, and laugh while she does it. It's great. Uh, speaking of people getting dropped on their heads and laughing while they're doing it, we'll move right in then to the main event. So this was on a card which so featured Scotty Tuhati on a card which featured AC Romero for the world title. This was still the biggest match on the card. I was so pumped for this. And you know what, right? I was pumped because I absolutely love seeing Clint. I love seeing Clint do Zeth match wrestling. It's the best. So, so good. This was Clint Margera versus Alex Cologne. This was title v title. <gasps> TNT Extreme title versus GCW Ultraviolent Champion. Yeah, Chip. because Alex couldn't make it last month. He couldn't make it with DOA. So they're going belt for belt. Winner take all. Such a big deal. It felt massive. And it was. Like, here it is, really was. Here is a man walking out with GCW gold in a nightclub like, in Liverpool. And nearly took my arm off. Yeah. Honestly, and... I thought I was going to lose my arm. It was like, wow. So after this, <laughs> we'll get into the match in a second. After this match, as we were like waiting for everyone to sort of finish, I, I looked down at where we were. So we were like, I was stood like two rows behind you, a bit to the right. Mm-hmm. And I looked down and on the floor, <laughs> was just an enormous shard of glass from a light tube and then like one of the metal end caps so it clearly oh, all yeah. was, someone had hit someone it just flown off like towards yeah. us yeah it's scary i i genuinely thought that i was going to get covered in way more glass than i did the month before <laughs> it's it, it, it's my favorite pastime now that's what it is i just once once i will be used as a weapon in a death match so you know it's I'm fun manifesting times. it you know, it's fun times when the match, before the match even starts, they spend about 10 minutes just putting light tubes in the ring. In oh, various, and the red in, ones. In various forms. Oh, um, it was great, wasn't it? It was like, here's your box of toys. Here's all your good stuff. Yeah. And that wasn't even all of it that came out as well. It was just brilliant. There was more. Oh. So, I mean, for a death match, it actually started out with quite, a lot, wrestling? Of, with quite yeah. a lot of wrestling. People were really annoyed with that, but I really liked it. I was like, yes, because obviously, like, you can't sleep on Alex Cologne as a wrestler just because. Well, it's weird, isn't it? Because, like, deathmatch is a. They kind of, they kind of have like a, a rhythm, and like when obviously the last, the last week, last month we went to DOA, and DOA is just all death matches. So by the time the first match is over, everyone just wants to get straight to it. Yeah, like I remember, like the final, like Clint versus Big Fucking Joe. They literally just started out by in the first thirty seconds. They were hitting each other with light tubes. Yeah, this yeah. match probably took about seven, eight minutes before the first light tube blow broke. It was, it was, and it was, it was they, like a um, lightsaber. Yeah, they built to it and they they teased it and they, they grew the anticipation because as soon as that first think- as soon as that first light tube pops all better off and it's 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 go time and it's just like all the all the nonsense just kicks in then doesn't it but it was all about it how you get really there it was really good to see wasn't it and and there was a lot of lifty moves as well where you were like oh is one of them going to go through yeah yeah honestly it was great i really enjoyed that and then it was just then they picked then alex picked up two light tubes and hands one to clint yeah and it was like at a fever pitch just before <laughs> the anticipation. It was like, because my first thought was, are they going to hit it over themselves? Because mm. they do that a lot, especially in GCW. Yeah. Um, oh, it was just boss. 
it was, it was I, I mean that. it had everything it's the, 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 we've got like the light tube section of this match was was just yeah there were guys getting like hitting each other with light tubes hitting themselves like, hitting themselves with light tubes Alex yeah. Klein was doing a lot of stabby stabby with the broken light oh, tubes oh yeah oh my god and like, then at one point he stabbed Clint in the knee yeah with with yeah. his light with the, like, the broken light tube which was just ugh. and then there was bits where like he'd like they'd use like the, the broken glass from the other light tubes on flips and stuff yeah. like that. So it wasn't just, yeah. yeah at one point, it Alex Cologne was... just grabbed the light tube and hit a suicide dive with the light tube in his hands on Clint. Oh, Which yeah. I've never, and... seen, I've never seen that before. That was that was something else. <laughs> and there was a bit where Clint got, in, got it behind his back, held it behind his back, like over his shoulders. Yeah. And someone was like, oh, no, not again. So like... <laughs> Because that always happens to Clint, where someone will toss him over the back. Yeah. W- while he's got it like in between his elbows. We had a curb stomp onto the light tubes as well. Yeah. That's always that's always good for a laugh. Uh, and then we need to talk about the what should we call it, the marquee spot of, uh, of the match. The, the, yeah, it really was. It was beautiful. You know, so, in a in a death match sort in a, of in way. a sort of horrible way. Yeah. So they set up Clint set up two doors on a couple of chairs. I've never seen a door be more over, by the way. Well, that door, the pop of that door was nuts. It was just a wet, regular door from um, Wix or whatever, 20 yeah. quid, a, 20 quid a pop hollow door. Uh, two of them, Alex Cologne on top with a bundle of light tubes on his on his like, chest. Then Clint went up onto the, v, like, the commentary slash VIP balcony. Yeah, so where all the wrestlers were, because I've seen about five different, yeah. like, spots to, to add like to add like seriousness to it and like cringe jay after was up there like begging him not to do it yeah like literally like it was like it was huge it was uh, i mean uh, this, this, this what we're describing here now there's a clip of this on tnt's uh twitter page if you go and look at it shot from the angle at the top of the balcony it looks amazing so then clint elbow dropped off the balcony like it must have been about light tubes must have been about 20 foot yeah easy um, it was scary yeah through light tubes through alex cologne through two through, the doors. through, through two doors and uh, and that wasn't even the finish. No, no, it wasn't. We got the chairs then. Then it was cha- yeah. Then it was chairs, and like oh my god, this this match was just everything happened like it was. And I know like the one against big 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 fucking Joe was like just it was craziness, but this felt like tense all the time because this felt like so obviously the, the match with Joe was was the final of DOA but this was this felt like even higher stakes because this was for, for both this was for like potentially to win a GCW title this was to keep the GCW title in, in, TNT in Liverpool while, yeah. while like he left send Alice Cologne home with empty suitcases that's a that's a terrifying thought when you think about <laughs> it imagine going to a G because obviously he was at that GCW show the Hammerstein um, one yeah. No, the one after this. No, the one astronaut. Oh yeah, yeah. He was there on the Saturday. Oh, Alex Cologne was. Yep. Jeez, he must have bled all through his hair, his plane suit. Yeah. <laughs> it's both, but I mean, it goes without saying, both men were piercing blood at this yeah. point of the match. Like, but, but as the match was winding up to its its conclusion. With the with the special special wonderful broom. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, that, how to describe that? So the finish of this match was basically Clint like on his knees. The the, 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 the sort of if you don't know Clint Madeira, that the whole sort of his whole sort of selling point is he just he just takes punishment. He just doesn't ever get worn down, does he? He's always, no. he, always he always gets back up. He always sort of finds a way, you know, to sort of power through. Yeah, yeah, not this time. No, no, not at all. So Alice Clone brought out. It was. It like, was a broom, uh, like, was a like a big it was, or a break. 
it looked almost it like, like a rake, rake, except all of the spindly bits. So it was like a wooden pole, and then coming off it were like five light tubes. Yeah. And he turned them so they were all like vertically in a line. And it was just, gorgeous. You've, you've got that. you've got the most amazing photo of it. Oh, uh, I he, just he basically smashed all five of them in one go over Clint's head in a big arc. Yeah, it looked like the world was ending. And if you look at that photo as well, I'll put it up on Twitter, um, so that people can see. But it was like he was just Clint's head was lost in a cloud yeah. of fumes and glass, and it was scary. Like so I was then, like, have you just done natural murder? After that, he put him in. Was it like a crossface? Yeah. So he put, Alex Glenn put Clint in a cross crossface, and after about a little bit of a struggle, that was yeah. it. I think blood loss, just head trauma. That felt like such a big deal. To, yeah, Clint, Clint, see. Clint passed out. Yeah. And he looked devastated afterwards because Alex didn't even stop. He just took the belts. Yeah, there was no, there was no like normally deathmatch wrestling. Like they have like a hug afterwards because it's like a real community, isn't it? They have like a yeah. fist bump or whatever. There's a, like mutual respect. There was none of that. Like as soon no. as Alex won, he picked up his belts, he climbed the terminal, he showed them off, and then he, off he fucked. Yeah, went to America. Clint was still like dead on the floor at this point, and then yeah, Clint just looked like he he looked he, more he looked more. Like he'd let people down, then he looked yeah. sorry for himself. It was like because he was he didn't he actually just like mild to the crowd, like I'm sorry. He didn't get yeah. on the mic or anything. He didn't address no, the crowd or anything. Usually, he does that at the end of every show as well. And yeah, yeah. And Clint, Clint is like Clint is like kind of the like the beating heart of TNT, isn't he? Like he's it feels that way. It really he's like, does. He's like the heart and soul. Like he's like he's like Mister TNT. Like he he's the guy who always Mister you know, Extreme. He always gets back up. He's always got like one more one more bump in him. Yeah. Except yeah. this time he just he called up against like I said it was like um Rourke versus Haskins. He just came up against that one guy who was just harder than him. Yeah, and it was it was scary, and we were all like, everybody fell for him as well. Everyone was there with him. Yeah. Because this yes. wasn't just this wasn't just Clint versus Alex. This was Liverpool versus TNT Philadelphia. Versus this was TNT. This was this was like this was tribalism. This was like a it, football match. And it's really funny because as soon as the GCW chance started, the TNT one started. Yeah, and the, the GCW ones just stopped. As soon as everyone remembered, oh shit! No, this is our promotion. This we're, is ours. Where the, yeah. the TNT guys? We need to chant for our man here. Like this yeah. is this is important. Oh yeah, and then also I was I was speaking to somebody at the show at the ignition show. They said they saw Alex with he brought out both belts at that show. Really? So uh, a TNT belt has been on a GCW show. Amazing. I mean, this just has so as, as people are probably aware, um, this September coming, we're gonna have um three shows in, in Liverpool, uh, a TNT show, a GCW show, and then a TNT versus GCW show. Like presumably there's going to be some sort of rematch at that show. Oh, I cannot wait! I am so so excited. Yeah, just for everything. I've just can you think of the matchups? Just can we have like can we have Alexis Falcon or Gia Adams v Ali Catch, please? Just give yes. me that. Just. I mean... But we will, we'll, 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 we're gonna, we'll make this like a regular, a semi at least a semi-regular thing. But we'll talk more about the, how this is gonna build towards the, because it, it feels like this is gonna be like the WrestleMania of of TNT certainly this year, like these three shows. Yeah. How it's gonna build how they're gonna build the storylines on the way on the run up to there. It's gonna be it's just tantalizing, isn't it? It's, it's gonna be uh, fantastic. It's gonna be so good. 
it would even be better if you saw like obviously you obviously can't guarantee it but if you saw a mention of it on gcw yeah like, well if we started seeing that on twitter clint was backstage at the hammerstein show he was yeah well this is the thing when when alex couldn't get there i was like him and clint were literally at the same show yeah. i thought they'd have been coming over together back to liverpool <laughs> and they didn't and i was like oh they're yeah, right then that, that match we'll, was so good we'll wrap it up there i think um yes yeah so I mean, in case you haven't gotten the gist of of things to the podcast if you are in the liverpool area and you like and have been arresting and you haven't been to a tnt show before check them out they've got something yes. for everyone if you if you like the, the blood and guts hardcore stuff uh, or if you want your family friendly I say less <laughs> aggressive wrestling but it really isn't less aggressive but still kind of kind very of very aggressive yeah yeah um yeah absolutely check them out um they're a fantastic company um yeah, they, they do things properly. Like they, everyone, if you go on Twitter, you already see like wrestlers commenting saying they have like great backstage staff, like medical medics, and they look after the wrestlers really well. And you, you know, see them it, outside in the matches, even when yeah. like someone gets injured. In an era where wrestling has been exposed as being maybe a bit shitty in parts, it's nice to see a promotion, especially a home promotion for us, doing things the right way. So, yeah, absolutely. Really, uh, I can't wait for the next ones. I'm yeah, so excited. I mean, we'll, 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 hopefully, we'll do this all over again. Uh, next, yes, uh, please. We'll, we'll, yeah. So, Faith, thank you so much for coming on. It was lovely to have you. Lovely it was get, great. Thank you so much. Your perspective on on TNT. Um, yeah, thanks so much. And um, yes. yeah, we'll see you all very soon. Thanks for listening, everyone. Hello, yes, Dan Housen here. Dan Housen has been summoned. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing. <laughs>